We certainly want to honor Martin Luther King and all that he stood for and all that he along with so many other people binding together were able to accomplish. Um, thank you for joining us in the house of the Lord this morning. Thank you for joining us for worship. Hasn't it already been good to be in the house of God today? How many have sensed the presence of the Lord here this morning? I know I have. I want to, first of all, welcome Steve and Nicole McDonald back with us today. Can we give the McDonald family another warm ICC welcome? He has so graciously uh, agreed to come back and be with us this weekend to help us out. Uh, uh, please be in prayer, uh, not Brother Keith, but a friend of Keith's uh, had COVID and Keith was exposed and he was not able to be with us today. And I just want to say thank you to the McDonald family for being willing to come back up here and uh, stand in to help us in worship for this weekend. Last but certainly not least, uh, we will be having a, a memorial ceremony <clears throat> here at the church for Paul Mitch, who passed away just a few days ago. His memorial ceremony will be here this Tuesday at 1230 at ICC. Carolyn, his wife, invites you to join her for her husband's homegoing celebration. And off of that, please remember the Mitch family in prayer as you pray. Now, will you stand to your feet with me as we get into the Word of God together? We're going to do our Bible pledge this morning, and we're going to hear what God wants to speak to our hearts and lives through his word today. Let's do our pledge. This book is the infallible word of God. Christ is its star, our good, its design, and the glory of God, its end. This book declares that God loves me as I am, but will not leave me where he finds me. I am not what I can be, but I am not what I used to be. I am what it says I am. I can do what it says I can do. And I can be all that it says I can be. In Jesus' name in the church said, amen. amen. Please remain standing for the reading of God's word. Today we're going to read one verse of scripture to get us started this morning. Taken out of the book of Job of the Old Testament. Job 32 and verse 7. I want you to listen to what uh, the word of God says to us in this one verse, it says, Days should speak, and multitude of years should teach wisdom. Let me read it one more time since it's so short. Days should speak, and multitude of years should teach wisdom. Let the church pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word today. Your word is life. God, anoint our ears today to hear but not only that, and on our hearts today to receive what the Spirit of the living God desires to speak into every one of our hearts and lives this morning. God, let your word go forth under the anointing and the power of the Holy Ghost. And don't allow one of us to leave here today the same way we came in the glorious, precious, and mighty name of Jesus. And the church said, Amen. And amen. Before you're seated, can you turn around, wave at somebody, and say, Isn't it good to be in the house of the Lord today? Welcome once again to the International Community Church of God. 
there's still a little bit of roaring up here, guys. I don't know if y'all can hear that or not, but there's some roaring up here on stage. Kingdom principle for the series we've been in the month of January, the series entitled Reset 2021. Kingdom principle for this series is this. Faith is not knowing what your future holds, but knowing who holds your future. How many know who holds your future this morning? How many knows who's got it all in the palm of his hand? We're talking today about what it means. I'm going to introduce to you today a, a term that I feel the Lord has given me, and I want to share it with you. It's a future-friendly faith. A future-friendly faith. That's what we're going to be talking about today when we talk on this sermon, Days That Speak to Us. I read a Peanuts comic strip uh, not too long ago where Lucy grumbled to Charlie Brown about the awful New Year that she was having. She went on complaining about how everything was going wrong for her. She said, nothing but problem after problem, issue after issue. She said, and every time things seemed to be improving, she said there was a new crisis in her life. Lucy then concluded to Charlie Brown, she said, I don't think this is a new year at all, Charlie Brown. She said, somebody has stuck me with a used year. Somebody has given me a used year. That may have been how you felt about the year 2020. I think all of us probably felt that way. But I want you to hear what the young man Elihu wrote in Job 32 and 7 again where he says, Days should speak and multitude of years should teach wisdom. Our days, church, have a message for us to hear. That is, if we are tuned in. God has a word for us every single day of our lives. And I believe that our days serve as a message to us from the Lord. And having a future-friendly faith will require you and me to heed their advice. We also see that there are many references to our days on earth, quote, days on earth throughout the Word of God. You see, here's the point. Each of us have an allotted amount of days to spend in this life, an appointed time to live on this earth. And with each new year we are given by God, we should always be reminded, let it serve to remind us that another year has passed us by and year by year, month by month, week by week, day by day, even hour by hour, we are all approaching an eternal destination without exception. Every single one of us are headed to this doorway called eternity. With each new year, we get closer each and every day. And what I believe the Lord is wanting us to understand is that we must know that this life here on earth is a time of testing for you and me to see our heart toward God. God is seeing through this life on this side of glory what kind of heart we have for the Lord today. 
Really, life itself is a type of wilderness experience if you stop and think about it. Each of us has a choice that we have to make. We do like the children of Israel did in Exodus and wander around in circles for all our days on this earth. Or we can place our lives in the hand of God's infinite hand by trusting him with our lives and allowing God to direct our footsteps. I want you to hear an old passage of scripture that has meant so much to me all of my life, and it's Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 through 8. We all know Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 6, which says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. But now I want to read the next two verses. I believe the next two verses are just as powerful as verses 5 and 6. Listen to what the word of the Lord says. It says, do not be wise in your own eyes. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Don't think of yourself as being all that smart. It says, fear the Lord and shun evil. This will bring health to your body and nourishment to your bones. Friend, one thing we must understand about the wilderness experience we call life on this side of glory is that God never meant for us to change the wilderness. Can somebody say amen? God meant for the wilderness to change us. God wants us to learn our need of a Savior. I said God wants for you and me to understand that outside of the sovereign hand of God Almighty, we are weak, helpless, and undone. But as we turn our hearts and our eyes and our faith toward the God of heaven and call upon the name, the mighty name of Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, God will turn everything around. One thing we must understand about the wilderness experience is that God never meant for us to change it. God meant for it to change us. I want us to listen to the message that three days in particular have for you and me to receive today in regards of developing a future-friendly faith. A future-friendly faith. First of all, let's hear yesterday's message the message of yesterday is what we're going to focus our time on this Sunday morning. Yesterday's message simply says to us, it says, it says to ignore, to ignore yesterday, to leave yesterday, in other words, right where it is. Yesterday's message to you and me simply says, learn from me, learn from me. How many know today that he who ignores history is doomed to repeat it? Can somebody say amen? amen? He who ignores the lessons, he who ignores the the voice of yesterday's message will be doomed to repeat its mistakes. You see sin is a merciless cycle. A merciless cycle of making the same mistakes over and over and over again. 
That's what the life of sin does. It entraps us. It entangles us. And it causes us to, to fall over the same spiritual stumps time and time and time again. But in order for us to break this painful cycle of oppression, we must exercise our faith in God who will lead us to let go of yesterday. Can somebody say amen? In order to press on and have a faith that will carry us in to our tomorrows, we must have the faith to let go of yesterday. We've got to have the faith to let go of yesterday's failures. We've got to have the faith that will cause us to let go of yesterday's successes, believe it or not, in order to set ourselves up today for Almighty God to do a new thing in each and every one of our lives. Somebody give God a hand clap of praise in this place this morning. Have you ever known someone who keeps falling over the same spiritual stumps over and over and over again? They keep making the same mistakes over again, and they just don't seem to learn from their mistakes. They just keep making the same errors time and time again. Somebody said that the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, but expecting a different result. Let me tell you something today, church. Sin would have us bound by a cycle of insanity called sin. I heard one preacher put it like this, that we are made free in Jesus Christ. But he said some people feel like that we are made free to sin. He said that's not what the Word of God is saying at all. The Word of God is saying just the opposite. We have been set free by the power of God's grace not to sin. Did you get that? We have been set free by the power of God's Holy Spirit and by the atoning blood of Jesus Christ not to keep on sinning because that's what got us in this mess in the first place. Can somebody say amen? Sin is what got us in our mess, in our predicament in the first place. Jesus Christ not only died Jesus Christ not only shed his atoning blood on the cross of Calvary, folks, to forgive us. Jesus Christ shed his atoning blood on the precious cross of Calvary in order to change us. He shed his blood in order to deliver us from sin's wicked cycle. Jesus shed his atoning blood in order to make us free that he whom the Son hath set free is free indeed. Somebody give God praise in this place this morning. How many are glad today that you've been set free by the blood of Jesus Christ? How many are glad today that you don't have to go back to the drudgery of sin, that we have been made free, given liberty, given freedom by the power of the Holy Ghost living and moving in our lives? Somebody give God praise in this place this morning if you have been truly set free. The curse of sin is an endless cycle of repetition. 
That's what it does. You've heard, if you know my father-in-law, Pastor Price, the father of this church, you know he said so many times that all a routine is is a grave that both ends kicked out of it. We're doing it over and over and over again. That is the sin cycle of its oppressive bondage. We are caught in a cycle, a self-destructive cycle of sin. And as we continue in that life of sin, it has a snowball effect. It just gets worse and worse and worse. And we get deeper and deeper and deeper. But praise God Almighty that he sent his son Jesus Christ into this world that by his crucifixion we can be set free from all of that. It takes the blood of Jesus Christ to set us free from sin cycle. It takes the blood of Jesus Christ to set us free from the monotony of the curse of sin cycle today. You're going to fail in 2021. (laughs) Isn't that exciting to hear? You're going to fail in 2021. As a matter of fact, you're going to fail often. Nevertheless, we must not allow the fear of failure to keep us from pressing through to the future that God Almighty has ordained every single one of us to enjoy. What I'm trying to say this morning, church, is God gives me grace. Let us not allow the fear of failure to keep us from trying. Let us not allow the fear of failure to keep us in the boat of doubt. When God is calling us to come to him while he walks on the face of the troubled waters. Let me tell you something. It takes faith to step out of the boat. It takes faith to trust God and know that he loves us and cares for us and his grace is sufficient enough that he will deliver us when we do fall flat on our face. Even when we do sin against him, God will not give up on you. Don't you dare give up on yourself in 2027. I said, God is calling us to have a faith for our future, a faith that will not fear failure, but a faith that will cause us to look at failure and smile back at it and say, I know I may not be all that I need to be, but I know the God who is. And I know the one who is able to give me grace that is sufficient to raise me up above the turbulent waters of this life. Yes, and give me grace to lift me up above my own potential to fail. Don't live in a life of fear to failure. Boldly charge into this new year, having faith to believe that God is able to keep us even when we do fall short of his glory. You're going to fail 2021, but don't let that stop you from serving God. That's what I'm trying to tell you. 
Don't let that stop you from believing. Don't let that stop you from stepping out of the boat. Don't let that stop you from being obedient to the Lord when he calls to you and he says, come, for I've got something better for you than the lifestyle that you've been living in. You're going to, not only are you going to fail in 2021, I got better news for you. You're going to be afraid in 2021. You're going to be very afraid, as a matter of fact. Nevertheless, a future-friendly faith is going to cause us to smile in the face of fear and trust God to keep on pressing through anyway. A fear, a faith for the future will cause us to keep pressing deeper and deeper into the things of God and to the glory of God even though the devil is on the sideline saying you're going to mess up, you're going to fall down, you're going to make a fool out of yourself. You know what I say? So what? What difference does that make? I put my faith in God and I know he is faithful and he is able to keep me even in the face of my failure and even in the face of my fears. Don't let your fear of the future drown out the faith for the future. Don't Peter did not allow his fear of the turbulent waters to keep him in the boat. He said, Jesus, if you call to me, he said, I will come to you. I want you to understand this morning that God never puts limits on your faith. God will never put limitations on your faith. As a matter of fact, faith is given to you and me to serve as a vehicle that will carry us as deep into the glory of God as deep into the richness of his presence that our faith will carry us. If you will dare to believe in his glory, if you will dare to believe in his grace, if you will dare to believe in his power today, God will carry you to places, friend, that you never could comprehend that he would carry you to. God never puts limits on your faith. God will never put limits on your spiritual growth in him. I said, let the proclamation of your faith in God become the manifestation of God's favor in and on your life. Theodore Roosevelt put it like this. He said, the only man who never makes a mistake is the man who never does anything. Can I ask you a question? Have you blown it lately? Have you made any mistakes lately? If the answer to that is no, it just might be because we haven't done enough to make any mistakes. How many know this morning that God will never call you and me to do anything that we can do by the arm of our flesh? God will never call you and me to do anything that we can do and accomplish by our own strength, talents, or abilities. Friend, if God calls you to it, it will be his grace, his power, and the anointing of his Holy Spirit that's going to see you through it today. Somebody give God a hand clap of praise in this place.
Thomas Edison spent more than $100,000, which is equivalent to well over a million dollars. He spent to obtain 6,000 different specimens for his experiments back in the day. And out of those 6,000 experiments, do you know how many of them were successful? And understand, he spent over equivalent to that time, $100,000 in his day, equivalent to well over a million dollars today, if not more than that. And out of 6,000 experiments, only three of them were successful. Only three. Listen, we succeed by way of our failures. As a matter of fact, it's those failures, listen to me now, that the devil wants to use in our lives as stumbling blocks. But if we will allow God to do so, God will take those stumbling blocks and he will use them as our stepping stones to bigger, better, and greater things in the year 2021. Church, what I'm saying to you today is don't let the fear of failure keep you in your spiritual box because faith has better things, bigger things, greater things, more glorious things in store for you if you will have the faith to obey the Lord and step out of the boat of comfort and apathy and trust in God to carry you through. Somebody give him praise in this place this morning. Ask somebody, is your faith future friendly? Let me hear you. Do you have a future friendly faith this morning? A future friendly faith leads us to learn from our mistakes. Don't raise your hand to this because it would it'd be every single one of us. But how many made a whole lot of mistakes in 2020? I'm sure every single one of us did without question. I'm sure we made financial mistakes. You know, there are 10 financial setbacks that people make every year. I'll go through them real quickly. Not saving enough money. Like my dad used to say, spending money like it's going out of style. Did your mom and dad ever tell you that? Son, you're spending money like it's going out of style. You got a hole in your pocket, and every time you stick money in it, it disappears. Not saving enough money. We need to commit, folks. If anything that this pandemic has taught us or should have taught us is we need to be putting money back for a rainy day. Can somebody say amen? amen. Second thing, accumulating too much credit card debt. Enough said about that. Taking, taking in more debt in general. Overspending, not budgeting properly. In other words, not managing your money. Not saving for your retirement. Failing to invest. Tapping into an emergency fund for no real emergency. Borrowing from a 401k fund. Don't make that mistake, friend. I did. It will cost you dearly in taxes, I promise you. Never make that mistake. Lastly, investing at the wrong time. We've all been there. We've all done those things. But we've also made marital mistakes. Husbands and wives don't say a word. Just sit there, look straight ahead at me, and listen. 
Some decisions have led to, unfortunately, some people's divorces. But let me tell you something. Let us remember in 2021 that life is like a mirror. We get out of our marriage relationships what we put into our marriage relationships. Can somebody say amen? Very simply put, if you want to get good things out of your relationship with your spouse, put good things in. If you don't care, guess what you're going to get out of it? A whole lot of bad stuff. That's the way it works. Thirdly, mistakes in our relationships. A future-friendly faith will have you leave your excess baggage behind. I said a future-friendly faith will cause you to exercise grace and forgiveness. To leave the trespasses of the previous year in the previous year. Can somebody say amen? What I'm saying to you this morning, church, is that the Holy Spirit wants you and me to leave our excess baggage at the threshold of the new year. Proverbs 19.11 says, It is to a man's benefit to overlook transgressions. A future-friendly faith will cause you to exercise forgiveness. I'm talking about forgiveness that only comes from the heart of heaven. I'm talking about exercising grace that only comes from the heart of Jesus Christ himself. I'm talking about the kind of faith that would cause the Son of God to hang on an old rugged cross, bleeding, bruised, and battered, through unspeakable sufferings and cry from his mouth in his dying breath and say, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. That's the kind of grace I'm talking about. That's the kind of forgiveness we're talking about this morning that will set us free from the excess baggage of last year that we may press into the freedom of a new year and a new opportunity in the person of Jesus Christ that God Almighty wants every single one of us to enjoy today. Can somebody say amen this morning? I said, don't allow the excess baggage of last year to bog you down this year. Exercise the gift of forgiveness that you may enjoy the freedom of God's grace in life today and press into God's future for you tomorrow. Don't take grudges into 2021. It will only weigh you down and keep you from better things. Don't let, don't let the devil weigh you down. Listen, this is for somebody this morning. Don't let Satan weigh you down with what somebody did to you last year. Let the power of God's grace and the blood of Jesus Christ spill over that trespass, spill over that transgression and let it mend that broken relationship that we may enter into 2021 whole and free and well and ready to serve God like we have never served him before. Can somebody put your hands together this morning and give Jesus a hand clap of praise? Holding on to bitterness will hurt you much more than it will hurt the person that you offended. 
and it will hold you back from what God has in store for your life in 2021. Somebody put it like this. They said it's like drinking rat poison and waiting for the rat to die. Give yourself the gift of forgiveness today and allow yourself to live free in 2021. We've made physical mistakes. Oh, my. Do you have future friends? Let me ask you. This is meddling just a little bit, but bear with me. I'll move on quickly. Do you have a future-friendly diet? <laughs> well, let me ask that again. Do you have a future-friendly diet? For 2021, some of us eat like this is our last day on earth, but you know what? If we keep eating like that, it just might be our last day. Oh my, Pastor, you better move on. I'm going to get myself in a whole lot of trouble. Spiritual mistakes. Many people regret not getting saved at an earlier age. So many regret not serving God and going to church. When they had the opportunity to at a younger age. But listen to me. This is for young and the old. Don't waste your youth. Don't waste another day on worthless living. Give your heart to God Almighty. He has a better life from you than what this world could ever give to you. Somebody give God praise in this place this morning. Don't waste your life on wicked living. It'll only lead to regret and pain and much loss. Somebody put it like this. He said, an education will always cost you something. But some life lessons come at a greater price than others. We cannot change anything about yesterday's choices. That's what I'm saying today. We cannot alter yesterday's events. Folks, there's not anything we can do about last year's mistakes, sins, or transgressions, or bad decisions. But I want to tell you something. God has granted us the grace of a new day. God has granted us the, the grace of a new opportunity. I said God Almighty has set a threshold, a door before us. And he says if you have enough faith to move, walk through it and I'll take care of the rest in the name of Jesus. I said seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all of these other things shall be added unto you. Somebody give God praise in this place this morning. But what we can do is listen. We're talking about having a future-friendly faith this morning. What it takes, what it means, and what it takes to have a future-friendly faith. We can listen to yesterday's advice. We can listen to the message that the day we call yesterday wants to speak into our lives today so that we don't make those same mistakes tomorrow. That God will lead us out of the, 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 the insane cycle of sin that just keeps repeating and repeating and repeating the same old mistakes time and time again. If Brother Steve will come and play softly on the keyboard this morning. My friend, that's what a future-friendly faith is all about. 
It's about having the faith to look forward and press forward by faith in the name of Jesus Christ. Will you stand with your pastor this morning as we get ready to pray? With every head bowed and every eye closed. You see, we all understand today that once an act is committed, it's committed. Once a statement it's made, it's made. Once our words leave our lips, there is no grabbing that word or those words and putting them back in again. It's too late. It can't be retrieved. And once a seed is planted, it will bring forth a harvest that might be a good harvest or it might be a bad harvest. But nevertheless, once the seed is planted, the harvest will come. But what we can do about today is have a made-up mind. I said have a made-up mind that we're going to commit our lives to Jesus Christ. We're going to commit our future to the Lord. We're going to turn everything that we have tried to figure out on our own and we're going to give it over to God because guess what? He already knows how this story is going to end. God already knows how tomorrow is going to pan out. And our faith for the future will cause us to turn our today over to the one who holds it all in the palm of his hand anyway. And say, God, I commit my life to you. I commit my heart to you. Forgive me for my sins. And lead me from this day forward into my future as I put my faith in the Lord Jesus Christ with every head bowed and every eye closed I want to know today if you are here today and you say Pastor Todd <laughs> Pastor Todd I've tried to do it on my own and I've tried to do it on my own for far too long and I've come to the place and the decision that I can't do it by myself. I can't live this life the way I thought I could live it. I thought I had it all figured out, but I don't. I don't have it all figured out, and I've made a mess out of my life, and I want to come to God today, and I want to ask for His forgiveness, and I want to ask for God's grace to give me mercy to start again. If that's you with every head bowed and every eye closed, will you raise your hand right where you are and say, Pastor Todd, please pray for me. God bless these hands. Raise your hand really high. God bless these hands. I see your hands as they go up this morning. God bless these hands. Anyone else? Say, God, I've made a mess out of my life. I've tried it my way. I've tried to do it on my own. But it just hasn't worked out the way I thought it was going to work out. I'm, I'm ready to turn it all over to Jesus. I'm ready to turn it all over to him. I see hands going up all over this congregation this morning. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. If you've raised your hand, you may put it back down. We're going to pray today together before we leave. And we're going to ask the Lord to do just what we've been talking about. God, forgive me. God, have mercy on me. God, come into my heart and change me this day. Change my life forever this day, from this day forward. 
I dedicate my life to you. Will you pray with me, everybody together? Just pray this. Say, dear Jesus, I confess to you that I am a sinner. I confess to you that I am lost and I need a Savior. I need you, Jesus. I need you to come into my life. <laughs> Forgive me for my sins. Have mercy on my soul. Bring about change that only you can bring. And forgive me, Jesus, even as I forgive those who have sinned against me. Come into my heart, change my life, and make it all brand new. I believe you died on the cross, and I believe that you rose from the dead, and I believe that you did it all for me. So I'm saved today by faith in your blood, not by my works that I should boast, but by faith in your grace. And I claim it right now in the name of Jesus Christ. And everybody said amen and amen. Can somebody put your hands together today and give Jesus a hand clap of pray for, praise for his grace and mercy? Now we're going to pray one more thing, and that is for God to touch us and meet us where we are. How many need a miracle this morning? Let me see your hand. If you need a miracle, we believe a God. Uh, the God of all, all, Almighty God sits on his throne in heaven, and he is a miracle-working God. If you believe that today, join with your pastor in prayer right now, believing for miracles today, even where those miracles are needed. Heavenly Father, we're believing you right now, God, to bring healing. We're believing you right now, God, to bring wholeness. God, mend the brokenhearted. Heal those who are sick. Cleanse those who are diseased. Work, perform miracles of breakthrough, even where the miracles are needed today. Do in the hearts and lives and in the relationships of every single one of us today what only you can do for us today. We turn it all over to you, God. We put our faith and our trust in you that your word will serve as a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. And we believe you, almighty God, for all these things. And it's in the name of Christ Jesus we pray. And the church said, amen and amen. Now listen, for those of you who prayed the prayer of, of salvation, maybe you committed your life to Jesus Christ for the first time. Maybe you rededicated your life to Jesus Christ. Regardless of what that is, Sister Maria Badeshi is going to be up in the overflow area of the church. And I want you to go to where she's at. And she's going to share just for a couple of minutes some things we feel like you need to know in your renewed walk with Jesus Christ before you leave here this morning. We want to help you. We want to come in partnership with you spiritually as a church family. And we want to help you on your way in your relationship or your renewed relationship with Jesus Christ. So be sure 
to go to her. This is her right over here, Sister Maria, right over here in the corner. Be sure to see her before you leave here this morning. How many, how many know that it's been good to be in the house of God this morning? Amen. Amen and amen and amen. Praise the name of Jesus. God bless you this morning. Thank you for joining us today. It is our prayer that God will go with you today. Let his word serve as a lamp to your feet and a light to your path. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen and amen. God bless you and you are dismissed today. God bless you today.